Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Brothers and sisters, when we cast our minds back, the previous year that just ended, the liturgical year, we will remember that the readings of the last Sundays and last weeks of that liturgical year, we are all calling our attention to the last days, to the end time. And also reflecting on last Sunday readings, we know that the same theme ran across to the first Sunday of Advent, where we reflected on the second coming of Jesus. But today, our attention is called upon a character, a man, that wasn't so great as Jesus, but was also great in his own way. And that is John the Baptist. And for us to understand the message of John the Baptist today is for us to look at the structure of the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah, in his prophecy, the book is divided into two. When we look at the first part of his prophecy, he recalled the sins of the Israelites. He brought to their attention what they have done, the wrong they have done to God. He condemned their way of life. He condemned their sins and admonished them to repent or else they'll be destroyed. And as such, he made them to understand that taking from their land to an exile land is part of the punishment of their lack of repentance. And that is why when we look at the first chapter of Isaiah up to chapter 39, that part is talking about the sins of the Israelites, the wrongdoings. But what happened? Having condemned their way of life, the second part of his prophecy was a prophecy of hope. He gave them hope. He offered them hope. Despite their waywardness, despite their wrongdoings, despite their sins, time of their exile is about to end. God is about to have mercy on them. All hope is not lost. And that is why he, this first reading begins with comfort, comfort them. Because it's a message of hope, especially that chapter 40 of the prophecy of Isaiah. 
he offers us hope. And that is why understanding the background of the first reading, having condemned their sins and now offering them hope, we can now understand why John the Baptist in the gospel, he had to also prepare the way of the Lord by starting with repentance. Started preaching repentance. And that is why his baptism was a baptism of repentance. So great was he that he was sent to prepare the way of the Savior. He preached. All people's attention was on him. But out of his own humility, John the Baptist didn't take the honor to himself. He didn't give himself the glory, but he gave the, the glory to God. And he said, yes, you flock around me, you follow me, you believe in me, but bear in mind that there is somebody who is greater than I. Somebody who is mightier than I. I baptize you with water, but he will come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Because his greatness is beyond me to even stoop and lose the tongues of his sanders. So he is so mighty. When we look at John the Baptist, of course, who know that is somebody we need to emulate. Bear in mind the nature of our society today. A lot of people have, are famous because they work hard to gain it. But again, if you are famous, how do you feel? The whole society is talking about you. Everybody is singing your praises. And that is why if care is not taken, sometimes some of us will begin to shake our small head, feeling good and feeling big, you know, raising our shoulders. Yeah, I am great. Yeah, I am popular. Yeah, people know me. I'm a celebrity, you know. But this is somebody who people we are flogging, coming, rushing to see him, rushing to hear him longing for him and yet out of humility he accepted the fact that he has just come to prepare the way for the mighty one the question is how humble are we how humble are we to acknowledge our sins and prepare our heart for the coming of Jesus Going through the street, by this time, of course, you see beautiful streets, beautiful homes, well decorated with Christmas light, Christmas things and everything. Everywhere is looking so beautiful. Wonderful. That is so good. But brothers and sisters, no matter how beautiful your house is looking, no matter how beautiful the streets look like, if our hearts are not 
more as beautiful as those trees, more as beautiful than those houses that we decorated, we are wasting our time at Christmas. And that is why St. Peter is asking us today for us to be worthy to celebrate a holy Christmas, a good Christmas, and a happy, a joyous Christmas. We must live as people of holiness and devotion. Let us live in that holiness and constantly give our time to Jesus. Preparing our heart. Waiting for his coming. And the best way we can do that, brothers and sisters, is to make use of the confessional. There are some of us who have spent more than a year without going for confession. What are you waiting for? Ask yourself, what are you waiting for? Some of us have spent months without going for confession. What are you waiting for? Do you enjoy swimming in your sins? Remember, time waits for no one. Repent. And Jesus says in Mark 1.15, and believe in the gospel. So even when we repent, we need to believe in the gospel. So that believing the gospel, brothers and sisters, is having that assurance that we'll share in the joy of Christmas. So let us pray in a special way. Today, as our attention is turned to the need of us preparing ourselves, the need of us to level the mountainous hills that sins have heaped in our hearts, the need for us to feel the valleys that sin has caused in our hearts. Let us pray for God's grace to humbly acknowledge our sinfulness, acknowledge our limitations, our frailties, and come back to him and ask for forgiveness. It is by so doing, we will live in holiness and devotion while we await for his coming. May God bless his word in our heart. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.